All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We are in the new studio. Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening to us, check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a work in progress. This yeah. is like the first rendition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to be as close when the studio is finally done. Thank the Lord. We'll still be close. But right. Not like right. I could barely cross touching. my legs here. And that sounds yeah. a little feminine. But oh, it definitely is, because... Yeah. You do cross your legs a lot. I do. It makes my back feel better. Mm. You know, it, it, for all those who go back to episode two, I believe, mm-hmm. and hear my testimony, I do have a, a fused spine, and uh, this makes it feel better. Yeah. So, I don't care. I, and, I mean, I don't care what people think, yeah. right? That, that's <laughs> kind of what our, our podcast is about today, right? Don't do that's, things for, for the people, mm, right? You do things yeah. for the good Lord above. Good fit, man. Yeah. I like that. I yeah, like that. right off the dome. <laughs> the dome. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, it's kind of weird, too. I don't think we've ever done one where I'm on this side of you. I know. We're, we're changing things up. Even when we did record episode two, which is going back three years now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three years now. That's nuts. And we did it in front of your fireplace, mm-hmm. which sounds... Super cozy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, in front uh-huh. of the fireplace and, you know... I you was remember what side that you were sitting on. Oh, yeah. Wow. I do. That's... Good memory. <laughs> Thank you. And sometimes I have to remember which side, which car door I'm supposed to get into. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that bad. Well, you you let your wife drive Ash. Yes. Oftentimes, which is kind of a beta move. Beta. I was thinking about that the other day because I, I, I feel that way too. But number one, she likes to be in control, if anybody knows my wife. Um <laughs> You're gonna get in trouble for I'm that already, one. Yeah, I already yeah. regret that. Um, which that's not a bad thing, but she gets car sick too, and it allows me in the passenger seat, not yeah, even in the back seat. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, and it just helps our marriage because um, she is. She tells me when brake lights are on and when to stop and when to watch out, <laughs> and so it's it's better that way. Yeah, and I can get emails and everything else done in the driver's seat. Yeah, well, Lucy always asks if. I want her to drive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I got it. And I think part of it is, like, just my father always drove. Yeah. And it just, to me, it was always just a man's thing to do. Right. And, like, I'm trying to, like, answer emails and, like, text As while you're I'm driving. driving. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, pull over. Pull over. I will drive. I'm like, no, I got this. I got this. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, I've been funny. more convicted of late, uh, like, not doing that. Like, yeah. Not being a distracted driver. Yep, most yeah, definitely. I guess at 42, I'm maturing in that area. Yeah, and you got precious cargo. I do. Yep. I, I don't do it when Ezzy's in the car. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually just date nights, which is even worse. Cause <laughs> I try right. to finish like, the last text or email. It's like, <laughs> right. babe, I promise you, you'll have all my attention in like 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That's good. Well, let's dive in today. Yeah. Yeah, we've, um, we've been prepping for a series here of, uh, well, a couple podcast here series that we're going to do. Um, one that's been on my list to do, Christian and I, we have like a spreadsheet that we throw topics on or ideas that we want to dive into, or if people ask questions, um, topics that we want to get to. And, and oh, quite a while ago, I just threw in there Matthew chapter six, mm-hmm. um, just because it's such a good chapter, man. Yeah. I, I think you've referred to it as your favorite chapter in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I just love, you know, Matthew six thirty three. Mm-hmm. It's the second to last verse uh, before the end of that chapter, I believe. Yep. Um, which obviously seek first the kingdom 
mm-hmm. of God. You guys know we, we talk a ton about the kingdom, and we talk about that because that's what Jesus talked about, right? Right. Once he came back on the scene, that's like all he was preaching. And um, within chapter 6, there, uh, there's a few topics, I guess we'll call it, or really what I just think are uh, characteristics um, that every follower of Jesus Christ uh, is expected to do. Right. right? Yeah, their expectations. Yes. Yes, which I didn't even... This is uh, one thing that I feel God has really laid on my heart. The last few months, um, specifically fasting, which we're going to talk about on next week's episode, which is going to be a good one. Um, but just the understanding of like, there are there are things that we are just expected to do mm-hmm. as believers. Right. Uh, and, and not like, we don't... Jesus never even commanded to do any of these things. It's right. just... It, they're just fully expected to do as a follower. Yeah. Even just in, in the, I mean, we'll read some of these verses, but it's just like, when you do this, when you do that, it's like, oh, well, it's not if, mm-hmm. it is when. Yeah. Yep. And this goes all the way back to, as far as God's expectations for us, goes all the way back to Adam in the garden. Mm-hmm. God didn't have to command him to work. Yep. It was just expected. Yeah. He, he, he had it in him to work. He knew that was what he was built for, what he was meant to do. Yep. That was his, his purpose, if you will. And here, it it just these words stood out to me. It was even more recently, as, as many times I've been through the Gospel of Matthew. Um, you know, I, that's what I love about the Bible. It's alive. It'll mm-hmm. speak differently to you every time you read it, Amen. if you commit yourself to it. Yep. So these words just jumped out at me more than ever. And the the three things that that God that Jesus mentions here in the Sermon on the Mount, chapter six of Matthew. Um, the expectations he mentions when you give, when you pray, when you fast. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, he he's like, as a Christian, you should know this. If you're a true follower of me, if I'm Lord over your life, then I shouldn't have to command you to do this. It's right. an expectation. Right. And I mean, think about it. It's the we're in February now, but most churches just went through a, a church wide fast. That's what a lot of churches do. Yep. And there's a reason that they only do it usually once a year because it's like pulling people's arm to try to get them to fast. Right. Which we'll get into fasting, as you mentioned, next episode. But you want to dive into this? Yeah, yeah, let's dive into this. So uh, we don't need to read all this, but I would encourage you guys to, if you haven't read this chapter lately, it's a quick read. Um, uh, Go back and revisit or even grab your Bible right now or pull it up on your phone as you're listening. Um, uh, Because it's, it's, as Christian had mentioned, it is those three giving prayer and fasting and certainly it goes into storing up treasures in heaven and obviously do not worry um which as i mentioned the one of the last verses there um regarding worry and and being anxious about things it's like hey the 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 cure for all of it is just seeking first the kingdom of god right and um as you even mentioned it's like that comes back to a heart's disposition of of all of these whether it's giving, praying, fasting, you know, making money, aka storing up treasures, um, where where your heart's disposition is actually yeah, at, right now. So let's talk. Let's dive into um, giving to the needy. Is I got the NIV Bible here. That's what's what's the title in yours? Um, do good to please God. No, oh, mine says giving to the needy. Oh. It's always interesting the titles that they've yeah. come up with here. Um, we did mention. Uh, last week's podcast well by the time this comes out it might be two weeks mm-hmm. we referenced psalm 63 yeah. you know it talks about <laughs> prime rib and gravy yes yeah 
which is not which, in any other <laughs> translation but the message <laughs> translation. To think about prime rib back when that would have when the songs right. would have been written. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little different than our prime yeah. rib today. But. Yeah, imagine hearing like, yeah, Whopper with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Special sauce, Big Mac, special sauce. Yeah. Uh, and also you probably heard Christian's nonsense of what gravy actually is. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I we haven't gotten any complaints from Italians. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we're not, we're not, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, why don't we read the first couple of verses? Okay. And then we'll dive in. All right. Go for it. All right. Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you, remember we talked about that, when you, the expectation is there. When you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Mm. So, charitable deeds, your computer dying already? Nah, just tell me to install an update. Oh, so we got our phones on do not disturb. <laughs> I forgot the computer. <laughs> oh, man. All good. Well, let, let's dive into this. And charitable deeds, the, the word there in the Greek is actually the same used for righteousness. And the reason for that is because it was deemed if you're righteous, you're going to give. Mm-hmm. It's a part of your righteousness. And, uh, of course, we're, we're, we're justified by faith, right? Mm-hmm. But faith without works is dead. So with that, that our righteousness can be shown. The fruit of our righteousness should be in our giving, in our good deeds. Yep. So so that's where the correlation comes into play. The charitable deeds, charitable acts is equivalent to your righteousness. Mm-hmm. And But Jesus is addressing here the, the danger, and it is a real danger, that you could cultivate an image of righteousness by your giving, but your motive is wrong. Mm. Right. That, oh, yeah. that that's pretty much the motive is kind of the key word in all this, where where Jesus is really examining what our motive is in all that we do yep. when when we give, when we pray, when we fast, but especially when we give, especially when we give. And who are we giving to? Who are these charitable charitable deeds to? Who do we give towards? Well, really, everybody. Right. It mm-hmm. should be. If you're not given to whoever feeds you spiritually, then you're disobeying the Bible. Let's clearly state that right now. If you're not tithing, if you're not giving to your local church or whoever it is that's feeding you spiritually, then you're you're doing a disservice. And and God is actually looking at your your heart in that. Because Romans 15, Paul talks about it. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul talks about it. That you should give materially when you're being fed spiritually, right? Yep. Yep. That's, that's kind of the recipe that Paul lays out there in those two, two chapters. So first and foremost, we give to our church. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's good. I'm curious what your translation, um, like the last two verses, uh, but when you give to the needy, this is mine NIV, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that you're giving maybe in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. What does yours say? It says, but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your char—I'm uh, sorry, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret 
will himself reward you openly. Mm, so good. yeah, but before we even could talk about like it's weird, right? Like your left hand's always gonna know what your right hand is doing. But what does that actually mean? We have to go back to the, the previous verse where it says that if you are giving just for the glory of men, then God is saying, Congratulations, that's your reward. Yep. The attention you get, the notoriety you gain from that giving, congratulations. There's gonna be no reward from me. It's all gonna come from those men. So yep. enjoy it while it lasts. Yep. Right? But then when it gets into not your left hand not knowing what your right hand is doing, there's also a danger because there's people out there who they're so prideful that they just they puff themselves up so much they don't even need an audience for it. In their own mm. mind, they're yeah. like, I'm righteous. <laughs> uh, and they're so self-righteous that they don't even need the audience to sure. to give them the applause. Sure. Yes. I could think of a few of those. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm glad you, you had mentioned that because it's almost like I think of, you know, anything that we do, our pride and our ego just wells up and we want to tell others about it. Mm -hmm. Like we want to, like I... I did this and it makes us look good. And it's almost like, dude, I don't want to tell anybody about anything that we're giving. <laughs> right. Because I want to be rewarded from God. Right. Not from man. Right. right? Now, if your motive is right mm -hmm. and the whole world finds out, then so be it. God sure. knows what your heart is. Sure. As long as that notoriety and whatever public attention you get from yep. that doesn't change your heart's motive. Yep. Yep. That's, that's good. Because let's face it. Attention is nice attention right. is it i mean so fleshly it satisfies the flesh mm -hmm. so much our, our flesh lusts after that think about social media if you post something like you're checking to see how many likes you have how many views oh, yeah. you have yeah. right and i remember when i played basketball part of the reason i enjoyed it so much in high school was because i i wasn't the most popular kid because when kids started like partying and doing all that stuff i didn't do it i was an athlete but then when I was a good athlete, I became popular and there was notoriety and that was part of my love for the game. So I would work hard at it, mm -hmm. not because I just loved it, I uh, wanted to play in college and all that, because I was like, oh, Jack, this is making me popular here. Right. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Your pictures in the newspaper, which kids today could care less if their pictures in the newspaper. Right. If there is a newspaper, the, the online publication for <laughs> right. their town or, right, right. or state. Uh, but if you're if you're like the front page of the sports section in your your town paper, like for New Jersey, it's the Star Ledger. Mm -hmm. But if you make the Star Ledger high school section, like you're a big deal, right? And it's like, oh yeah, I want some of that, right? Yeah. Totally, yeah. And that's just again our feeding our ego, mm -hmm. um, which completely led to partially what led to like me when basketball got taken away, having no identity, feeling no other purpose, yeah. like just taking all these pills because I, I didn't know what else to do to get some sort of fulfillment, some sort of satisfaction. I found them in drugs rather than basketball now. Yeah. So it's such a dangerous thing to, to get your fulfillment or satisfaction from anything but the father. But God. Yeah. 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 Which again, how all of this wraps up at the end, it's like, just seek him, right? The kingdom, right. his rule and his reign in your life. When you give, when you pray, when you fast, it's not for, you know, man's, reward or acknowledgement it's uh it's from him sure and so that's great man anything else on the needy needing or giving to the needy um no but hypocrites is an interesting word back in the greek a, a hypocrite 
right up until about the first century where the the meaning of this word changed it just meant an actor like an actor in a play and then they they started to use it like what like here in the bible it means somebody who um is acting in life and the world is their stage Mm. so it's like we know a couple people like like that is still where everything is for show it's like what you show to the the public to the audience is not who you really are right it's not the truth. You, you could you could put on this um, facade, but that's not who you really are. Right. So he's saying, don't be like the hypocrites. And the hypocrites don't just have to be the the religious folk. Of course, I mean Jesus calls the Pharisees hypocrites plenty of times in, in Scripture. Yep. But whoever it is that that's portraying one thing, they're 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 two faced mm-hmm. essentially. Don't be like those those people. And if you kind of back it up. Think about this. God's calling you. Don't be saying. Don't be two faced. And when you think about that, it's like, ooh, have I been two faced to the Lord? Which is like oh, such yeah. a slight, such a sin, right? To be two faced to God. Mm-hmm. But if I've ever given with with people in mind, rather, or if I've ever helped somebody, even if it's the person I'm helping, you give somebody, you know, a homeless person a few dollars, you buy them a meal. If you're doing that just to just for them to like shower you with appreciation. It's like, that's the wrong motive is to give because that person's in need. Now I, I do enjoy seeing people blessed, right? You see people online, they have uh, social media channels where people like public experiments and stuff like that. And it's great. Like some of those people, it's like, okay, well, they got a hundred million views on this and they're probably doing it more so for the hundred million views than actually helping that person. But when people are helped, it's such a blessing. I believe to see somebody else who's blessed and appreciative. When you see somebody else in a state of of gratitude, it does something to your own heart. Mm -hmm. When somebody's just like crying because they're so grateful for something, I enjoy seeing that. So I don't care if I'm the reason for it. You know, if I'm the cause of that effect, I I just enjoy to see it. So, Um, yeah, we, Lucy and I have, we've talked about this on the podcast where God is putting on our heart to bless people along the way in our, our Christian walk. And at a couple of times we just like mailed them something. Other times we did it in person and it is fun to like see their reaction. Not so we could get the glory yeah. from it, but to see somebody blessed like that, you're actually watching the blessing from God. You're just a witness to it. Really. Right. Right. Yep. No, that's, that's great. Uh, I didn't realize that hypocrite was just an actor. It makes complete sense now, though. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Right on. All right. So when you give means you're supposed to give. If you're not giving, yeah. uh, I heard I was listening to Mark Driscoll this morning, and uh, he's he goes, I forget exactly how it was, but it essentially was like, well, if you don't like it, if, if, whatever the the scripture is in the Bible, too bad. <laughs> like mm. your opinion doesn't actually really matter, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because this is what we're supposed to do, right? Right. And if you're if you're committed to uh, lordship and sanctification, and you're committing to that, like this is stuff that we have to do, mm-hmm. right? So even just on the giving side, if um, if you're not tithing, start freaking tithing. Just, yeah. Just do it. It'll it'll radically and. I think we said this too a few episodes ago, just talking about like the, the instructions that are given in this book are not like rules and regulations that hinder us. Mm-hmm. Right. The instruction on this is like, this is how you will be blessed. Yeah. 
and it, when you take on that mindset, it's it just is a different understanding of like, oh yeah, mm. it's this isn't like what I can't do. Yeah, right? like I mean, it's just it's just a matter of if I do these things, God knows what's best for us. Yeah, right. This is you talk about it all the time. This is the the basic manual the the instruction manual basic instruction before leaving earth <laughs> bible i it's know acronym. did you hear did you know that i did oh. is it a song as well yeah. or are you just do, yeah don't dude it is a song that's how when i first heard that song i was like this is terrible and then i'm like oh it's an acronym <laughs> <laughs> i think that's how it goes basic instruction before leaving <laughs> earth I don't think there's a podcast. I can't remember the last podcast where you didn't sing something. <laughs> I, I, I mean, saying it's singing is kind of pushing. Well, more of, right. More of a saying something to a melody. <laughs> yes, m- yeah. melody. <laughs> so anyway, I have no idea what I was about to say. Um, you were saying that this is an instructional manual, right? Yeah. So the the whole point of all of this, the the giving the praying, the fasting, the whole point of all this, God in heaven wants us to be as much like Jesus as we possibly could be. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that, that's probably a very good and accurate definition of holiness, to be as Christ-like as you could possibly be. Yeah. So who gave more than Christ himself, right? If we're to be like Christ, we ought to give, Yep. right? Because, I mean, he gave his life for us, which is the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. And there, there's nobody more giving on earth. And just thinking of um, just biblical examples of giving, probably the most radical example of giving was that widow that gave her last mm. two mites. Yeah. Right. And that was really wild about that is she probably could have given one of those two and still made the Bible for a radical generosity for giving half of what she <laughs> right, had. Right. Right. But no, her heart. Uh, I mean, imagine. Yeah how i mean we'll see her in heaven one day let's see she's gonna have the big mansion and (laughs) all all the crowns because god knew her heart yeah yeah Yeah. no that's great that's great all right so prayer yeah right when you give when you pray sure and and i think again just understand the point of this is instruction so when you give jesus just literally laid out this is how you give do it in secret Mm-hmm. right don't be blasting the trumpet don't be telling everybody about it do it in secret and he'll reward you and then when you pray this is an instruction this is how you do it. i know i think i've done a uh, an episode a while back on this uh which is literally our framework of how to pray mm-hmm. right you guys all know this whether you're a christian or not you probably well if you're our age i guess we used to did, did you guys actually used to pray before your your sports games no. New Jersey, probably different. Uh, no. South Dakota, we would still gather at, like in the end zone beforehand, and we would we would say the Lord's Prayer. Wow, that'd have been two thousand and one, two. It's funny because I went to a Catholic high school too, and we still didn't did do it. it. That's so funny. <laughs> well, not funny, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's wild. I went to St. Benedict's Prep, and they're Benedictine monks, and I'm not even a hundred percent. I think they're a Catholic, like that. They're all fathers. And they wear the the little collar. Sure. Um, yeah, but they is, live in a monastery. What does Benedictine mean? I don't even know. Okay, just yeah. a type of a monk. Right. Hmm. Right. But they so cool though. Like the headmaster, Father Ed Leahy, like one of the coolest dudes ever. He's been on um, like um, sat down with like Diane Sawyer. has been plenty of stuff. He does so uh, sixty minutes, whatever it is. Sure. And he does. He's done so much in the community of Nork right there, where 
for for generations and generations you it, it's like a safe haven for i mean a lot of athletes go there because it's like a powerhouse for for sports but sure. then all the kids in the community who don't have much they like they learn how to become men there like so, yeah like responsible men so it's good it's great yeah it's good so um back to this just being in an in instruction uh it mentioned a, a framework of how we are to pray mm-hmm. and again this isn't like a religious thing like we just say these words that don't mean anything but it's the overarching framework of when we pray uh well, first off, before we can go over to that, I think it's, it's, he tells us like where we should go when yeah. we pray. Right. Right. And again, not a huge scene. Yep. So others can see us or think, oh man, he's, right. and we probably all have even experienced this or even had this thought. Like when somebody else is praying, it's like, oh man, they're good. They must, it must be really tight with the Lord when they can rip a prayer. Right. Right. And yeah. I know I've thought that, especially early on. I'm like, man, yeah, this, the guy's dialed in right yeah 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 i used to be jealous of the way people could pray right and now i when i see somebody pray or hear somebody pray that they it may be their first time praying publicly but it's real like you still know when they if they pray in private yeah because it's just real and genuine open and probably when they're praying in private they're they're fumbling their words too yeah you know but it it's just a sweet thing to see real prayer. Yeah, that's so good. But why don't we read just these couple of verses here? Yeah. Starting in verse 5 of Matthew 6. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. So very similar to the giving. Yeah. Assuredly, I say to you that they have their reward. And again, that reward is whatever notoriety, whatever applause you get, whatever attention you get from those folks who watch you, that's your reward. Congratulations. It ain't coming from me, God says. But you, now I underline in my Bible all the times, Jesus says you or you're here, and it's quite a lot. And I think the reason for the emphasis on this is like it's such a personal thing. Mm -hmm. Prayer is such a personal thing. But check it out. It says, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. That's a lot of you and yours right there. It is, yeah. In that one verse. And cool thing, this is why it's so important to get a study Bible, to go to a church that actually teaches the word of God, not just like some random topical, like sugar-coated message every yep. Sunday. Yep. Like go to a teaching church and, because the word room here, the the what he's actually talking about in the Greek, it's a room where a, a treasure is held, mm. right? It, it's like a where like a a, a chest of gold. With me in my mind, I just like I picture it opening the door of this closet, and it's just like this this chest of treasure, like like almost like on the Goonies. Remember that yeah. movie? Like all the. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> All, you know, just all the, the, the reward. Yeah. And like, that's what, you, that's what literally happens when you go into this private room with the Lord and close the door behind you. Let it be a, a, a safe, sacred place. And the reason you close the door behind you is because you, you want to be as open and vulnerable with God. If you don't close that door, if you leave that door cracked open and 
in the physical, your wife hears, your kids hear, whatever, you might get distracted, you hear a loud thump in the other room. It's like, okay, no, God doesn't want that distraction. He wants yeah. you to be dialed in. He wants you to have all your walls down so we could like truly get to the, the root of your heart. And then in the spiritual sense, you want to close that door because you don't want the enemy. Like if you leave that, that door open a crack mm. in the spiritual sense, the enemy is going to come in, bust in and interrupt that time. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I mean, just what I thought of right then was just like even praying when you have your phone next to you and yeah. text messages are going off and it's just like just distractions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know I just as has been a recent thing that I had experienced. Right. Like, Get this. Thing That's why it's here. important to have a, an actual Bible and not just an app on your phone. That's so true. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And then, uh, it really just goes on. It's like, Hey, don't be babbling like the pagans, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, they're big words, many words. Um, and I love this. It says, do not be like them for the father knows what you need before you ask him. Mm. Like we, he already knows what we need, but we're still instructed to ask. Right. Yeah. I, I, just, I love that so much. Yeah. There's lots of references and of, uh, people just praying, even though like even Jesus, like, why did he have to pray? Right. It's just mm-hmm. like he, he's obviously dialed in. Right. <laughs> right. Yet he still prayed and he still asked. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Um, I love that there. And if, if you spend time with the Lord and it's not like a time of worship, it's not a time of praise or gratitude. If you're pissed off about something, if you're stuck, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, let him know. Yep. He already knows it, but there's such power and, and and letting him know those things. He's omniscient. Of course he knows. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times his omniscience doesn't mean that he just goes ahead. and Like he requires us, he desires us to, to just vomit all over him, yep. to, to let it all out. Yep. And a lot of times if we don't do that, there's going to be a chasm between like his ear and our prayers. Mm. And it's like he, he knows it because he's God, he's omniscient. But he's like, all right, until you actually – get all that out, vomit it all, all that junk, all that garbage out. Like I'm not going to be offended. Right. 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 Like, like I'm God, I, I'm here for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I yeah, just think of like, you know, even as parents, if a child that's angry or frustrated and, and sometimes that while that could be so annoying to us, it's still just like, you just know like, yep, but I know what's best for you. Yeah. You know, I just, it's just, how how much even more is our creator right <laughs> like, think of those things He's sure like, just smirking like oh yeah i know what's best for you buddy <laughs> if you think about it with when with children i mean ellie's getting to that age where i mean ellie is absolutely the exception to the rule so you may never deal with like typical teenage <laughs> oh, stuff with ellie oh please god <laughs> <laughs> but if she just you know comes home from school one day and is frustrated and angry or whatever a lot of times you could get to the the root of it, the source of it. It's like what she's showing on the outside or the exterior is because of some sort of hurt. You know, there there was some sort of conflict. You know, something that's just weighing on her mind that she's having a hard time processing because she's young. Yeah, that sort of thing. A yeah. lot of times, just having those conversations in the natural mm-hmm. and, and getting those things out, you could come to resolution. Yeah, they could be remedied. So imagine getting all that out to God in prayer. It's like if we could have some sort of remedy as a natural father, imagine God in heaven. Yeah, absolutely. 
that's great and then um yeah just then into the framework um and again if you haven't listened to that episode i don't even know what we call that i think it was just called a framework for prayer um if you if you're searching it for like on our youtube page or something like that um it is it's i, I break this down on that episode so i won't really do it right now but it is just then this is how you should pray, right? It's obviously not these sp- specific words, but it's our Father in Heaven. It's like, okay, it's, it's an acknowledgement of who we're praying, uh, the, the Holy One, right? Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. So it's like, it's your rule and your reign, right? That That's what we're asking for. Your will be done, not my will, right? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If that, hold on, let me start right there. If that's your only prayer every day, <laughs> right. it's like you're going to you're gonna be ahead. You're going to be all right. Yes. Yeah. If yes. that's it, not my will, God, but yours be done. Yep. Uh, I'm yours. Yep. Jeez. So good. Yep. Give us our day our daily bread, right? It's like provision. Lord, thank you for, for your provision. And, and I just love it. It's like, it's it's like almost just like a declaration of like it's 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 you that's giving us this daily bread. Mm-hmm. Forgive us our debts, right? Like we're asking for forgiveness, um, as we also have uh, forgiven our debtors. So if we want forgiveness, we got to give forgiveness as right. well. So it's like this is a an understanding of how this prayer is just like how we are to live our our life out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and lead us not into temptation, right? It's like, okay, God, give me discernment, give me wisdom, um, and then deliver us from the evil one and, and certainly protection, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, that's just it's great. So just how to pray, right? When we when we give to the needy, uh, when we pray, and uh, that leads into this next one of when you fast. Yeah. It, there's another verse there at the end of that prayer. It's very mm. interesting. <laughs> he almost, yeah. it's like, I know you're going to struggle with this one, so let me just like yep. add an addendum to that prayer. Yeah. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. It's Ooh, like, oh. Dagger. Yeah. 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 There's some, that's some weight in that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know many people if any that haven't struggled with unforgiveness at at least some point yeah even if it's been resolved at this point it's been some sort of struggle along the way yeah oh yeah partly just because people are involved <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and it's like because yeah. all you people did me wrong you suck <laughs> exactly <laughs> terrible people uh, out there life would be easy if people weren't around oh. <laughs> um but, but does that tell you i mean as the Bible says, our hearts are wicked and all yeah. that. When we have the inability to forgive, if you really examine yourself, you're like, man, like, yep, I'm far from where Jesus wants me to be at this point. Yep. Yes, and yeah, thanks for bringing that up because that is one that we just always kind of glance over in reading this. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, when you fast, all right. This is, we're, we're going to talk heavily on this on next week's episode, yeah. um, but just to like put a, a bow on this, it's like, again, an expectation and why we even wanted to talk more in depth on this, because I think a lot of Christians just take this one, maybe not as serious because these other ones, when you give, yep, I give, right? When you pray, yep, I pray. Like, that's just something that is kind of, we get, but a lot of Christians are like, eh, I don't really, I don't need to fast. Right. Right. That's an old thing. Right. Like, that's what they did. Old Testament. Right. Not sure. the case. Right. Not the case. Uh, we'll get is, into it. We'll give different examples from the Old Testament and New Testament uh, of fasting. Yeah. And, 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it. I'm excited to get so into yeah, stay that. Tuned. Stay tuned to next yeah. week. Uh, but to put a bow really on the, again, the rest of Matthew chapter 6, uh, treasures in heaven, uh, obviously do not store those things up, right? Where it just is, or here on earth at least, store them up in heaven. Um, and, and that relates to, you know, don't do things for, for yeah. the, the applause of men here. Yep. And it, one thing that we all fall into I, I guess just fall into the problem of from time to time is, and it's because we're still in these fleshly tents. There's a constant war being waged between our flesh and our spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we start to look at things through a very temporal lens. Yes. A very earthly temporal lens. Whereas it, if we could focus on laying those treasures up in heaven, knowing that we have an audience of one that knows our motive. It's not about, like we could give and we could, we could pray. We, we could be the, we could have the image of the most spectacular Christian on earth. And unfortunately that's why a lot of people freaking leave the church, leave the faith because they, they, they see some pastors that just seem like God's right. gift are perfect in every sort of way. Then there's some sort of moral failure and everybody's like, Oh my gosh. Right. Well, it's important for, for all of us to know as Christians that, well, one, First of all, pastors are people too, right? Right. They yep. they've just been called by God to, in in that role, that office of the church. But they're people too. They have the same struggles. They're not any holier than somebody who's not a pastor necessarily. Right. right. Um, but when God sees our heart, He knows our motive. He He sees us in that secret place. Let's let's realize that at all times. Let's yeah. be conscious of that at all times. Because let's face it, especially when you're a teenager. You, you feel like, hey, I'm good as long as my parents don't find out. <laughs> right. Right? I'm good. Like, oh, I can hide that from them. I'm good. They, and there's no guilt. There's no remorse. There's no, like, sorrow with it because you feel like you got away with it yeah. because your parents don't know. There's literally nothing we could do, think, say, feel that God doesn't know. Yeah. Literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, could, we could put that on the back burner in the back of our mind and be like, oh, I, you know, like almost forget that yep. at times, yep. but let, let's bring it to the forefront. Let's realize let's every day when we acknowledge God, when we wake up, wake up, thank him for waking you up that morning and let it be at the forefront of your mind. Every single thing I do, everything I think, everything I feel, literally everything he, he like he's zoomed in, he knows it all. And he's giving so much attention to that as if I'm the only person on earth. Yeah. That's how, how big and grand God is that he could do that for all 7 billion people, 8 billion probably at this point right? on this earth, whether you're a believer or not. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, man. That's so good. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing it for him, right? That's what this, uh, this whole, whole life on earth is, is truly about. So, um, Storing up treasures in heaven and then going into worry. Do not worry about all the things we eat and drink and uh, what we're going to wear, um, which all dials into really provision, mm-hmm. right? Which uh, I just love so much that uh, um, if you go down to like uh, 32, for the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow is going to worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so great. It's so easy to say, well, just don't worry. And then it's like, okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Right. Right. But when you are seeking him, 
mm-hmm. when you are when you're giving when you're praying uh when you're when you're seeking him with all of your your might your being um it, it is easy not to worry mm-hmm. right it's just the the reality of it and things the things of this world slowly start to uh just fade away because mm-hmm. the only thing that really truly matters is your relationship your being in alignment and when i think of righteousness the I just always think of being in right alignment. Mm-hmm. Like when we're seeking righteousness, it's being in right alignment with our creator. Yeah. One of the coolest things that could happen on earth is when we're stressed out, we're anxious, uh, like crap is not going in our favor. And literally none of those circumstances change, but yeah. we could get the peace of God. Yeah. And we just feel like those those things that were consuming us consuming our thoughts like weighing so heavily on our shoulders it's like those burdens are gone mm-hmm. they're lifted when we do this when we seek god yep. when we pray when we come to him right yep. philippians 4 6 yep right be anxious for nothing yes all things with thanksgiving prayer and supplication let your request be known yeah it's great yep good way to end this thing and uh again next week we're going to dive into fasting yeah um which is something that I just never really wanted to do because I like to eat. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to dive into different types of fasting, um, the reason for it, uh, why we would even do it, when we do it, uh, how we should do it. We're going to dive into all that next mm-hmm. week. So yep. uh, come back with us then. In the meantime, as always, join kingscouncil.com. You can learn more and more about what we got going on and would love to hear from all of you guys. So yep. with that, we'll see you on next week's episode. Peace.